Hello, and welcome to Parkrun Adventurers Podcast Episode 3, 2, 6. I am your favorite synth metal host Rachel and I am coming to you from Aranda Country. Wait, what? Why are you turning me down? What's going on? Mel, Ollie. Um, okay, yes, well, and <laughs> synth metal fans aside, and I am Ollie, Ollie Spake, joining from Dalrawal Country. And, and Mel, I trust you're with us too. Uh, yes, I'm here on Wurundjeri Country. Geez, Ollie, you turn your back for a minute and the kids are getting into your stuff. I don't know. Uh, all this technology chat in recent pods, uh, the kids being up there, I- I'm not sure I'm needed anymore. <laughs> Which is just as well, just as well. I'm very sleepy. There'll be an uproar. You you can't you can't walk away. I know you're busy. You're really busy this week, aren't you? We got to we got to do a real quick recording. Lucky we got ample content. Yeah, I think the theme here is is contributions from across our community. Well and truly, uh, I think we'll probably find it's a similar length pod. Just very little me. Um, so yeah, it probably <laughs> helps with the appearance of busyness, looking busy. But yes, we've got a lot to get through, Mel, and uh, yeah, plenty of people to listen to. But look. I'm going to jump straight into it and say I was in a familiar place and I managed to squeeze in a familiar 5K activity on Saturday morning. Uh, Not sure I need to elaborate. Your digs, however, slightly less familiar. So would you care to share with us where you were last Parkrun day? Thank you, I will. And a brief report from me this week. Suffice to say that I did adventure to the Sunshine Coast on Saturday on the traditional lands of the Gubby Gubby people and spent an enjoyable 24 hours with Mel, Adam and the boys. Activities included stopping to see the big pineapple, skipping on one foot, ice cream making, titanic appreciation and an evening streak around Mel's neighbourhood. On Saturday morning, Mel and I headed off to Kiwana where we were greeted by a joyful parkrun community buzzing with the excitement of local parkrunner Graham Rose's 80th birthday. There were 214 finishes for event 502, which we walked, stopping only briefly at the lighthouse to admire the view and take photos. Afterwards, there was a lovely spread of fruit, freckles and birthday cake supplied for Graham with the local coffee van supplying the beverages. I did catch up with Kiwana parkrunner John Linsell, the man behind the parkrun party song, and recorded a few words with him, which we'll hear shortly. It was lovely to spend time with Mel and the boys, however briefly, and she did supply some blue skies as promised. She did. You can see some of my photos in the Office Ladies album tonight, including a picture with John and, of course, a rather oversized pineapple all the highlights mel yes nice to see you on the big trail that's for sure but yeah particularly nice to hear that you caught up with some very good parkrun company i was very spoiled and uh, i did enjoy meeting john and i have since downloaded the kiwana pie album excellent so uh and i'm enjoying it john if you're listening very much so (laughs) So, yes, celebrating birthdays at Kiwana, but Ollie, I trust Kathy did have a nice birthday in Sydney. Yes, thank you. That is one of the reasons for tiredness is we had another family getaway, so that's why I do need to keep my moaning and groaning to a minimum because it's not all work. It's it's also getaways, and Kathy did have a lovely time. Thank you. We managed to squeeze in a Sunday morning visit to the aquarium and a Saturday afternoon visit to Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat at the theatre and left Kathy up in Sydney with her sister to head off to the concert or the music festival. So, yeah, plenty busy. She had a great time and, uh, yeah, she was surprisingly bushy-tailed today. Very good. All righty. Well, shall we have a little listen to my interview with John? Let's. It's Saturday morning. Okay, so I'm here at Kiwana Parkrun and I've got with me John Linsaw. Good morning, John. Morning, Mel. Now, I've come here for a specific reason, which is to talk to you about your Parkrun Party new release song, which we've played a couple of times on the pod, but I thought I'd start by asking you a bit about your Parkrun journey. So would you like to tell us how you came to be doing Parkrun? Well, we moved to the Sunshine Coast from Sydney nine years ago and as luck would have it, Uh, We were in the Aldi line buying our first lot of groceries and the couple in front of us 
were wearing athletic gear and we started chatting and they, they said they'd been to Parkrun and we said, what's Parkrun? And the next week we were there and it's been just a fabulous adventure. So you've got 29 different Parkrun events completed across four countries. Mm-hmm. What are some of your favourite memories from adventuring? Probably, well, the furthest ones we did were Norway and Sweden and we were due to run in Russia, in St. Petersburg. But unfortunately, two days before we were due to run there, our trip schedule was changed. So we never made the St. Petersburg Park run. And in the light of subsequent events with Russia, I'm so disappointed because we knew that the same type of people that we experience here at Kiwana would have been there at St Petersburg and now it's possible that some of those boys have lost their lives in this crazy war. It's, it's very upsetting to think about it. I think we should be, have a thought for those, um, those Russian park runners. It's a fair point. So um, you volunteered on 75 occasions in a range of roles at Parkrun. What's your favourite volunteer position? <laughs> That's a difficult question, really. (laughs) I've loved all of them. I think it doesn't matter whether you're a marshal out on the course because then you can can sing out to everyone with a bit of encouragement, uh, tell them they've only got 500 metres to go when it's really three three kilometres (laughs) 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 or or other silly things. I like being timekeeper. I I like doing all the jobs and it's a feel-good experience that you're enabling this fabulous event to go on. I note that you finished your stopwatch bingo and palindrome challenges. Do you follow the challenges on the apps or anything like that? No, I haven't really. I, <laughs> I've got a lot of other stuff going on. We're, you do. We're, as, as you can tell from my voice, I'm not that young anymore. Uh, we're retired and um, we're very fortunate. We have a lot of other things in our lives. We're very, very busy. So you've done a lot of your events at Kiwana. You're closing in on your double tonne, whether you're aware, are you aware of that? I've actually just completed my 250th mil. But at Kiwana, specifically. Oh, at Kiwana. Oh. um, Yeah, so you're closing in on your double tonne, which is 200 events just at Kiwana. So. I didn't know that. Oh, we've heard about this event on the podcast from Mel Erbacher, but we'd love to hear your thoughts on your home event. Well, well, it's your home event. We, we live not far away. It's a beautiful course. It's right on the ocean. It's slightly hilly, and at the end there is a rise up to the lighthouse, which gives you 360-degree views. Um, and in winter you can see the whales migrating. Uh, there are sea eagles floating around. And we can see the Sunshine Coast hinterland over to the left up there, and boats coming in and out of the harbour, the fishing boats. It's just, it's just a wonderful location. Um, and you can't take your eyes off it, really. It's <laughs> just so beautiful. We're very lucky to be here. Are you a fan of the beach section that happens every January? Oh, I love the beach section. Yeah? <laughs> I must be the only one at Kiwana that loves the beach section. But what I've figured out is I can also volunteer for those five weeks and run the course. And um, it's quite an adventure because uh, one of those weeks we ran, there was an extra high tide and we had water surging over our lower legs and um, it was quite exciting and um, everyone was having a good laugh about it and uh, you don't get that at a lot of park runs, let's face it. Change is good, isn't it? Change is good. So outside of Parkrun, you are a successful songwriter with the recently released Parkrun Party, one of our favourites. So how long does it take you to develop an idea into a finished song? Have you done this sort of thing before? I've been doing it for about nine years. Um, I lost my wife to breast cancer and um, I had a a big emotional uh, change uh, occurred to me and... I just was writing a few thoughts about her and I realised that, you know, there were little rhymes in there and eventually I thought I could do a song about her, which, which I did. And then um, I, I, I was very lucky to um, 
contact some people in Nashville in the USA who produced musicians to put it together as a song. And um, it was a very transformative stage. I realised I could do this thing. And um, so leading on from that, I've done uh, probably 20 different songs. Um, and I've had them all professionally produced in the USA. Uh, I do it in Los Angeles now because I've got another group of very good musicians and vocalists, a pool of them who I hire mm. to suit each particular song. So I don't sing myself because you probably realise my voice is pretty croaky and I've, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be game to inflict that on anybody. We, but we did realise it sounded <coughs> like a younger person singing. Yeah, yes, well, and female. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I hope you realise yes, that. Yes, we did, yes. <laughs> in the Parkrun song. but uh, And that lady, that uh, her name's Alice, um, she and the musicians are members of big touring bands in the USA. Mm-hmm. And when these bands finish a tour, they go home. And after about three or four days, these musicians and vocalists are all sick of sitting at home and they, <laughs> they wander off down to the local studios and say, what have you got for us? You know, what can we do? And uh, so this is when I hire them to sing uh, something for me. And it's been very successful and I'm very pleased with the results. It's very professional, the way it's all, it's all done. I think you can tell that from the recording of Parkrun Party. Mm-hmm. Um, It's been a a very rewarding experience for me too because it came from nowhere. Mm -hmm. And um, and I found I'm not that bad at it, actually. (laughs) Well, I love it. It's very catchy and we've played it a couple of times on the pod. We might stick it again at the end... um in this episode, if that's if we've got your permission to do that, absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm so pleased that um, people do seem to enjoy it because it's not easy to write a song. Yep. And with Parkrun, I had to be very, very careful with what I wrote. Um, I didn't want to offend anybody. I didn't want to uh, take advantage of the Parkrun name, mm-hmm. but it's unavoidable when you're yep. writing a song about Parkrun. But the reason I wanted to do it was because it's been just a wonderful concept. Parkrun is a wonderful concept. Um, it's very rewarding. You can participate in it in any way you are comfortable with. And uh, you're here this morning, Mel, at Kawana, and there's a birthday party here for one of our longest-term members. He's 80 today, and mm. you've seen the atmosphere. Mm. You've felt this atmosphere. It's a family. It is fabulous. It is a family. Mm. And um, you saw there were 70 or 80 people here uh, for the party afterwards. Mm. And it's funny because the song's called Parkrun Party and here yeah, we are yeah. having yeah, one today. Yeah, exactly, you know? yeah. And I noticed everybody just excited to see Mel come back um, y- yes. after she stood down to, a couple of weeks ago as an RD on the team. Yes. And everybody was very, like, big smiles to see her yeah, back this morning. Yeah. So um, can you tell us what's the best way that our listeners can... Um, can get the song and uh, and support the production of it because you can't buy a CD anymore. So so how do we no, get it? How, what's the best place to go to? to well, you, you really need to download the song to hear it. If you go onto YouTube and put in Parkrun Party, the world's first Parkrun song, which I've subsequently found out isn't true. There was there yes. was one done about four years ago, and I didn't know. So apologies to that writer. Um, but if you go into, into YouTube, you can see the video which we made here at Kiwana um, and, and the music that goes along with it. But you can buy it on iTunes and um, uh, Amazon Music, the usual places. And I've got to say something here that people don't know. Spotify get a lot of publicity, but Spotify are very, very unfeeling about the artists that produce these things. People don't know this, but Spotify pay about one-third of one cent per play. And it's not fair to artists. So I say to people, look, you can, you can download the track for about a dollar, 90 cents or a dollar, mm-hmm. and you've got it forever. Yep. Or you can buy the album that is on A Slice of Life by Kiwana Pie for about $10, and you get 13 songs. And that, to an artist, is a fair return. Yep. Whereas I feel that Spotify is very unfair 
platform. And I think a lot of people wouldn't have that knowledge. Like I certainly didn't know that. So that's good to know. And um, I'll go and definitely download it. Yes, thank you. The correct way. (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so I wish you all the best with how that goes. Have you got any early indication of how it's doing? Not yet, only verbally from people. We, we've had a couple of um, functions at our house now with 60, 70 people, and they're dancing. Yeah. And I always think that's a pretty good indication of how people feel. So um, I've got another couple of possible park run songs in the... What conceptual? Would you say? Conceptual, thank you, Mel. Yeah, <laughs> conceptual stage. Uh, but, you know, it costs a bit of money to put these things together. So mm-hmm. I... I've got to make sure that it's absolutely right before I commit to um, recording it. Uh, oh, okay. So there are uh, there are ideas cooking around. I've been encouraged a bit by, <laughs> by the response oh, from good. people. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, it's very nice. It's a lovely feeling to know that people actually make a, make a, a contact with what you do. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. Now, we usually ask our guests to list their top three parkrun events. Um, however, could you give us your top three songs that you have written, excluding parkrun party? Okay, well, I'm, I, I also write about current, current affairs. I, I really can't think of a way to describe this. I've written three songs about the Me Too concept, where women okay. have been disadvantaged by men. Yep. Um, I've got a French song called um, Number Three, Rue de la Lique, which is on the album. Um, I have another one called The Veteran, which I really like. I met a guy in Seattle where my son lives, more or less a vagrant on a park bench, Mm. and he was able to tell me a little bit, but he was very mixed up emotionally. And I wrote this song about this guy, it's called The Veteran which I'm very proud of. And I wrote another one called Fargo, which was kind of based on the Fargo TV series where a a guy gets mixed up with the wrong crowd and he can't get out. Okay. So it's quite a dark... Yep. And I've noticed that through some of my stuff. Some of it's quite dark, and that's why Park Run Party is so different for me. Yes. Which okay. is a happy song. A yeah. happy song but, uh, Just on that, were you going for any type of, like, not genre, but sound with that party? Because to me, just listening, like, I'm not from the era, but it sounds very Beach Boys kind of era to me. Well, as you can see, you've seen me now, you know what my era is. <laughs> but I reckon all the good stuff was done in the 50s, 60s right, and okay, 70s. so I'm not far off the mark with that. <laughs> You're not far off okay. the mark. Well, that's great. Well, I, lo- I love a bit of rock and roll, so... <laughs> well, thank you very much for talking with me today, John. It was lovely to meet you in person, and um, we wish you all the best with your songwriting in the future. Thanks, and Mel. And your park running. Thanks, Mel. It's been lovely to talk to you. I, I, do, I really do appreciate you doing this <laughs> and what you do on, on uh, your podcast. No problem. <laughs> And thank you very much to John and to yourself for the interview there, Mel. It is wonderful that John has given us a different way to enjoy Parkrun and to save a part of the event and the community that we love. And, John, we wish you all the very best with your songwriting and music from here. But uh, obviously we'll have to throw this back in at the end of the episode so everyone who hasn't had a chance can have a listen. We will. I just play it on repeat. I love it. It's so (laughs) catchy and funky. Well, that's right. You know where to download it, everyone. That's right. You do. Now, Ollie, time to catch up with some roving reports. Now, let's have a listen to the one we held over from last week, which was Lyndall at Brightwater, and we've got David back with us. So we'll have a listen to that now. G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Lyndall, and today for the Channel 5 News crew, I am at Brightwater Parkrun up on the sunny coast just north of Brisbane in Queensland. Now, I recall that Brightwater was a freedom run when Queensland hosted Palm a couple of years ago. So some of you may be familiar with the course. Some of you may be familiar with hearing about Brightwater. I've never been here before, so I'm going to go and check it out and have a bit of a run, maybe a bit of a walk. 
and um, I'll check in after I have completed the course. Alrighty, I have found the little girl of the day. Her name is Ruby. How are you today? Good. And what's special about today, Ruby? Can you tell me? I found my 10th part count and it's also my birthday. Wow, what a day. Is there a day that has been better than this or is this the best day ever? It's the best day ever. <laughs> Excellent. Now, congratulations on your 10th parkrun today. What do you like most about parkrun? I like challenging myself to run faster than the time before. Excellent. And did you do that today? Yes. Wow, that's awesome. Now, I was out on course with you and all the time I could hear your little pattering feet behind me or in front of me. You ran all the way today. Yes, and I didn't even walk. Not once? No, I didn't even stop for your drink in the, after the little loop. Wow, you did really well. Congratulations. Now, it's your birthday today. Have you got any special plans for your birthday? Well, I have a pla- special plan it's to have a party and also the day after I know what one of my presents is going to be. It's one of my neighbours are taking me to a, a, the gemstones near Aussie World. Oh, wow. So you have a very big weekend ahead of you. Yes. <laughs> well, let me not hold you up any further. I'm going to let you go. I've just got one more question. What would you like everybody to know about Brightwater Park Run where you are today? It's super, I think it's super fun. Excellent. Thanks so much, Ruby. High five. Now, Ruby was just one of the milestones today. There were quite a few. Um, And one of the gentlemen that I spotted at the start line helping everybody to make sure that their milestones were appropriately celebrated uh, was Gary. Now, Gary, it's a special day for you as well. Well, I'm not sure that it's special, but I achieved 150 volunteers today. I think that's pretty special. It's not bad. (laughs) I think um, the reward's for me rather than... Um, to celebrate it out there but yeah it's um it's nice to be able to help the community what's your favorite um volunteer role um i don't really have a favorite volunteer role it doesn't really matter maybe um barcode scanning would be quite it's quite fun because you can see everyone come in and enjoy their times excellent and you've done most of your volunteering here at brightwater all of it yeah yeah and it's nearly four like so i'm going to do some maths here it's about just over 400 and you've done 150 so you have volunteered at at least one third of brightwater's park runs yeah that'd be right (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's incredible that's absolutely incredible and you ran today as well so you run here as well how many runs have you done uh about 210 or something like that yeah Excellent. And um, do you do any other park runs? Have you got any other stories about other park runs that you've been to? Um, no, I've only done about seven, and uh, that's usually when we're travelling. But it's nice to look and see um, what the other events do um, and what you can bring back to, to our event to make it even more fun than what it is. <laughs> um, I've only done one overseas, which was nice when I was on holidays. Other than that, it's, yeah, home's close and it's nice, yeah. A bit more of a passionista than an adventurer. Yeah, um, <laughs> we've got a beautiful community here and it's really good fun um, and it extends past the sad day, so it's really nice, yeah. That's fantastic. Now, it is a lovely course, so obviously the thing that sticks out to you is the community here, but the course is lovely too, isn't it? Yeah, nice little flat, fast track um, <laughs> with some mostly shade now. The trees have grown up around the lake and it's got a beautiful view around the lake. Sometimes I wish I could swim straight across and cut off a couple of K, but um, yeah, it's um, yeah. Everyone says that they enjoy it, um, and yeah, it's just um, it copes pretty well with two to three hundred people. Not too bad. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I was run a two ten, and there's still plenty more coming, so it is quite yeah. a sizable park yeah, run here. We've got all sorts of different people that participate. From we've got um, oh, John in his uh, scooter is, has a helper come with him. And he's, um, he's really aiming to beat his PB every week and everyone gets excited for him. So it's, um, yeah, the same for the really fast ones that go fast, the young kids that are out there achieving like Ruby. Ruby's been coming in a pram since she was a baby, so um, to get 10 runs for her today was exciting on her birthday, which is even better. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for everything that you've done for Brightwater Park Run. Thank you for talking to me today and um, have a great day. Uh, Thank you.
Okay, I have found today's run director, Claire, and one of the event directors, Andrew. Apparently, I was just talking to the other event director, Gary. He is a very, very shy man, isn't he? He's very, um, not very, very introverted, but good on him. Now, thank you for having me here today. How did today go for you, Claire? Oh, it's been wonderful. It's been a nice, busy one again, um, which is great. Um... And lots of milestones. Yes. We, we're very fortunate here. We always celebrate our milestones really well. We have a, a um, famous tunnel of love that we get everyone to run through um, when, when they're reaching a milestone. So it's wonderful. Yep. Just describe that for the, for the listeners. How does that work? So we, um, we keep track and that's all Gary. So, again, one of his... Yes. Um, <laughs> many talents. Yeah, many talents. Very humble. Yes. Um, We're going to yes. call him humble Gary so from he, now on. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps track of all of our runners and when they're hitting milestones um, and we call them out as part of our run brief yep. um, each and every week. And then at the end we get them to, to line up where we do our run brief and all the runners of the day make a big, huge tunnel towards our um, start shoot. And then we get them to run through and we all clap them through and cheer and sing and all those wonderful things. (laughs) It was really lovely to be a part of this morning. Thank you for doing that. It must be a really special feeling for those celebrating milestones. Definitely. (laughs) I think that's one of Brightwater's wonderful It's a jewel in our crown and people come from a way to do those um, Tunnel of Love events. So they'll come to Brightwater for their milestones, um, knowing that we'll do that for them. And it started... Probably 2016, 17, and um, one of the ladies here today who was barcode scanning had that idea at our old start line, and it stuck, and it's become quite well-renowned, yeah. Fantastic. Now, you've done over 400 events here, um, and have you guys been involved from the start? No, no. I, I moved to the coast in 2015, and I think our first run was October 14. And I think I was a run director in about a year. Yep. So not from the get-go, but there's a few locals that were. Yep. Yeah. Claire's pretty new. Yeah. Claire's pretty new. <laughs> yeah, I've been running probably since about 2018 doing park runs um, and a run director for the, over the last 12 to 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, so. yep. Yep. yeah we, we had a few run directors I, just through natural attrition move yeah. away um, and we had to get... Claire and then Renee, who are then new to the team. Fantastic. And we've just lost Jared and Katie. They relocated back to the UK. So we're on the hunt for another RD. Okay. You heard it here first on the Parkrun Adventurers. If you're in the local area and ready to put your hand up, yep. um, come and see. I'm going to tell them to come and see Gary. The big Come G. and see humble Gary, the big yeah. G. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. All right. Now, so you've got different stories with Park One. How did you get involved to start with? And have you, um, yeah, how, how's that gone? Well, yeah, I've been a runner since get go. So I've always been a runner, old school. Um, I was in Tamworth before I moved here. So I started running there at Park Run. It's just a natural thing for me. So as, as a volunteer, it's not, yeah, it's just a labour of love for me. I would do it regardless so um, that's how I started I'm just a runner and how about you Claire same a runner first before you joined parkrun yeah so I've been a runner for a long time Mm. um, but it was when I was visiting my parents um, up in Harvey Bay and mum saw parkrun advertised in the paper and she said hey Claire I think you'd really like this you should go so I did and then I looked into it I was like oh my god this is everywhere and I've done it every week since so yeah, love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, this podcast is for people who like adventuring to different park runs. Have you got any stories of ad- adventuring to different park runs? Can either of you name a top three park runs, not including Brightwater? Top three? Yeah. Um, I did Albert Park in Melbourne in June. So, in under pressure to name a top three, I put that one in, but I'd never do that again because my feet thawed out at about... 3k I think it was so cold never do that again um I think locally here Nambour's a good thing to do yeah it's a hard run and scenic and beautiful pretty place um and I'm from the Hunter Valley Maitland's my hometown and and Maitland Park Run although it's not there anymore was a great little run around the old waterworks on sort of half trail half um yeah hard peat so that's that was yeah they're three of my runs yeah and you Claire what about Harvey Bay? Does it have a special place in your heart? 
Yeah, it, it was nice. Um, it was warm that day. I remember that clearly. Um, it was great. Yeah, it was a, a big event as well, which yeah. was good. Yeah. Um, cool. I think probably another local one to hear, Mullaney, is a really yeah. pretty one. Never yeah. done that yet. Yeah, yeah. and I, nice. I'm going to go up to um, Elliot Heads in a few weeks and try that one. Oh, so that's yeah. my, my next tourist yeah, one. Yeah. Fantastic. And lastly, what would you like the listeners of the podcast to know about Blackwater Parkrun? Um, yeah, the Tunnel of Love, that's our, yeah. that's our that's thing. That's your thing. If you've got a milestone and if you want to come and celebrate it here, we'll make a big deal of it. Just let us know. Wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. thank you for everything that you have done here in this community at Brightwater for Parkrun. And thank you for talking to me today. Awesome. Thank Pleasure. you. Thank you. Alrighty, Mel and Ollie, that is going to be it from me from Brightwater Parkrun on the lands of the Gubby Gubby peoples on the Sunshine Coast. Um, happy adventuring and I'll see you another time on the Parkrun Adventurers. Hello fellow Parkrun Adventurers, this is David in Western Australia and today I'm challenge chasing to progress the Frame Club by attending my 186th different Parkrun location at 2J one week after their launch so I wouldn't add to the 154 people that attended. This became the 50th park run in WA. This park run is called Newcastle Park Park Run, and having lived in Newcastle, New South Wales, for over 15 years, I know Newey Park Run well. So what's the situation with the name? Well, apparently in 1850, upstream from the original site of 2J, which was subject to flooding, there was a convict settlement that became known as Newcastle in 1860. Then in 1910, reportedly due to ongoing confusion with New South Wales, the larger settlement changed its name to 2J, and the original settlement became known as West 2J. So there are still many Newcastle-based names, including Newcastle Jail Museum and the park where this park run commences. This isn't the only similar situation in WA, having run at Tamworth Park Run in New South Wales and more recently running at Tamworth Wetlands in WA. This is a two-lap course consisting of a bridge crossing, several out-and-backs and a park loop. But as I haven't run here before, I'll see if I get one of the event team to describe the course after my run. Reportedly, it has some pram-unfriendly areas, but I will need to confirm. There are toilets nearby, a playground, gazebos and other shaded areas and views of the Avon River. There are also multiple cafe and bakery options all within walking distance of the park. Well, 2J park run just completed. It has some sections of light sand, maybe sort of two metre length, maybe five or six of them. So it will be doable for pram, but uh, just got to push through those regions. And it's also got 72 metres of climb over the run, which I was a bit surprised about, which is why I'm panting. So that's 2J. I'll see who I can find to talk to. And I'm here with Tony, and Tony tells me he's new to Park Run, and he's been brought out into this event just by the, being in, in the 2J community. Uh, so tell me about your introduction to Park Run, Tony. Yeah, hi. Thanks for the opportunity to talk on this, David. Um, I've moved to this town just recently. I'm just in my second year here, and I wanted to be involved with the community a bit more, and um, just thought it would be a good way to get into something and I, I was walking past with the kids and uh, saw a group of people standing around and it looked like they were ready for a run and I thought that's that's just up my alley and it'd be a good way to mix in get some sport I like to run and keep active so the following week I came down and same time met up with these with this group and they were preparing to do a park run in 2J so they were still setting up and planning and going through the all the um, build-up stages and getting things right and getting the compliance right for a um, to have the park run so I've officially done my second park run now well welcome to the family it's very addictive I've done 256 today so uh, once you get the bug it's hard to get rid of yeah 256 a lot and I guess yeah if I'd, if I'd been in a town that had a park run earlier I probably would have been doing and chalked up a few but this is only my second one, but it's, yeah, it's good to be able to get out and run with some people that are up and about. It's good. It's a great start for the weekend. Yes, it certainly is. Um, so thanks for your time, Tony. Um, yes, it's a great community thing, and I've, I was on their Facebook page, so I saw all their organised runs and training and things like that beforehand. 
So there's an awful lot of coordination that goes into creating an event like this. And some of these events take two years to set up. So it's a great outcome for your community. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. And I can see that it'll take a lot of um, help and support to keep the um, keep it going. And I've put my name down next week to fill a job in there somewhere doing something. So I, uh, yeah, make sure that we share it around and everyone gets a crack at running. All right. Thanks very much, Tony. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Tony. And I just had another conversation with Tony and quite a few other people from the Park Run community. It was really good to see how much it's brought the community together. Um, Tony was telling me he didn't know anyone and now he knows like five or six people from the running group and he's joined the, the, the local um, running community and there are people coming from nearby towns just for this event. So it's really bringing the community together and it's um, a real focus point for the town. And I'm just at uh, breakfast post the park run and the cafe I'm sitting in, um, there's six people at my table and the larger park run table accounted had 22 people and they're all happy and smiling and laughing. And so again, it's um, adding value to the, the local businesses and uh, bringing in tourists and things like that. So it's adding to the community. And the results just come through on the email and there was 71 people this week after the 154 people at the launch. So still fairly respectable numbers and lots of happy smiling faces. That's David signing out from WA. Happy adventuring. And thanks very much, Lintel and David, our roving reporters for this week, Mel. Um, well, and last week, technically, <laughs> as well. <laughs> That's right. They're doing a great job for us. Thanks for that, guys. Good to hear from David again. Yes. Nice to hear what's going on in the West. And... Is this the point where I mentioned that we may not be visiting Dazzas? Yes, I don't think we've got time for Dazzas this week, Ollie. We're overflowing with content, so yeah, yeah. Dazzas can have a hiatus, I believe. That's it. If you haven't seen the pictures, jump online. Thank you, everyone, for joining us at Dazzas. But we have another special feature with another familiar voice who you may just happen to have heard from not that long ago. As we may have mentioned in last week's pod, it was a special milestone, a special blue-shirted milestone for one of our Parkrun Adventurer community, I'd say intrepid travellers, and very fortunately, one of the Channel 5 News crew, uh, Lindell the Legendary, was on hand to catch up with Schultze, who was notching up his 500th. So, without further ado, I think it's time we have a listen to Lindell and Schultze, Mel. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it is Lindell. I'm coming to you today from Kedron, which stands on the lands of the Tupal and Yuggera people. I'm here for a very special occasion. There's a 500, it's a blue shirt day today at Kedron. Um, blue shirt for a friend of the Parkrun, Michael Schultze Schultz. Now, I've got a bit of back, I've done prepared Parkrun Adventurers, I've done some research. Schultze put a bit of history on his page and I've had a bit more of a look not only is it his 500 today, he has already completed 200 different locations and he's got a P-index of 11. So he's run 11 times at Kedron, New Farm, Sandgate, Mitchelton, Kelvin Grove, Redcliffe, Gainsborough Greens, Southbank, Chermside, Mams Mansfield and Zilmia. Now, Schultze, you're an alphabeteer, you're a pirate, you're a BG and I suspect you might be a statesman of at least one state. We'll get to that later. You've achieved Groundhog Day and Stopwatch Bingo, and you've done a park run on 353 of the 366 available dates. Now, the 5K app shows that you are only, only at 93% <laughs> on the Fibonacci challenge, but that's because you haven't done event number 610, which actually isn't possible in Australia yet. Not only that, your volunteer ratio is 11%, which is pretty bloody good. So you've volunteered over 60 times, and Mel, you'll be happy to know that um, 16 of these have been at Des Connor Juniors over in Ashgrove here in Brisbane. Um, and he's a bit of an adventurer even in his volunteering. He's done 10 different roles and has volunteered at 10 different locations. 
How's that sound about right? Is there anything that you'd like, any other accolades <laughs> or clubs that you'd like to add to that list, Schultzy? No, I think, I think you've got them all there. I have I have done the stopwatch bingo three times and I'm not far off four and five. Don't tell that to Mel. <laughs> <laughs> and statesmanship. Are you a current statesman of how many states? Just Queensland. Just Queensland. Okay. Well, that is a pretty awesome achievement in itself. Now, Schultze, let's hear a little bit from you now. You've heard from me about your achievements. Tell me a little bit more about your parkrun journey here. What would you like to talk about first? Well, when Main Beach started, I knew about it. But at that time, I didn't think you drove 70k to do a 5k run. How times have changed? I've driven two and a half thousand k to Doomagy to do a run that was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and what number D was that? Second or third one? <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not sure. No. <laughs> I was going there for Doomagy, not for the D. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so you've had lots of adventures. You've had a couple of misadventures. What's your favourite parkrun adventuring story that you'd like to share today? Favourite parkrun? They've all been good. I, I, there's been some good trips. I couldn't say one's any better than the other. <laughs> there's no park run that I wouldn't go back to do. There's a few that I don't want to go back to do. Yeah. <laughs> the hilly ones. But the ones on the beach are probably the best. Yeah. And now, so you've been park running for nearly 10 years. It's been part of your life. More than 11 years now. Yeah. It's 2000, September 2011. So you weren't at that first park run at Main Beach is what I'm hearing? No, I wasn't because I didn't think you drove 70k to do a park run. <laughs> so you and, waited? And New Farm was originally due to start the week after anyway. Yeah. But it got delayed for nearly six months. So New Farm is where it all started. Tell us about that morning when you rocked up to New Farm. What was that like? That's so long ago I can't remember. There, were, <laughs> there weren't many of us there. I think there might have been 42 from memory. Including Tim Oberg. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I would never have imagined what Parkrun was going to turn out to be from that first day. Yeah. <laughs> would not have even dreamt of it be like this. And, and what's it like for you? What's Parkrun to you? Well, at the moment, I'm running so slowly that I virtually can't do any group runs. So park runs are the only real times I get to run with people. Though generally I find I'm between the runners and the walkers and it's I'm almost running with nobody anyway, but at least there's <laughs> other people. I know there's people behind me still. Yeah. I'm still not going to be the last to finish every week. <laughs> well, that's the tail walker's job anyway. <laughs> well, I might be the tail walker permanently soon yeah. if I keep getting any slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you are part and parcel of the Parkrun community here in Brisbane. Everyone knows Schultzy. What's it meant to you from that perspective, from a connection and friendship perspective? I think it's just good to know a lot of people. Yeah. More, more you know, the better. <laughs> There's a lot of people that know me that I wouldn't have a clue who they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you're Schultzy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so what's that like when people say, G'day, Schultzy? <laughs> and I think, who's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's yeah. always good to... I always like to try and say hello to people too. Yeah. You've always had a chat with me, I know that much <laughs> for sure. Now, you talked a little bit about how you're getting a bit slower and you're, you're walking a lot now and, that you know, it is, what does that mean for you and will Parkrun still be part of your life? Well, I hope so. <laughs> I've got a leaky valve in my heart which is going to require surgery at some stage. At the moment, it's, it's not urgent. It might be years away or it might be months away. Yeah. I'm having another scan in a, in a month's time. Yeah. Yeah. But it, even if there is something serious, it, it won't be enough to stop me, I don't think. Yeah. I'll still be able to walk at least. Yeah. And now you've got lots of adventures here and, and you're part of the community here at Kedron. What would you like the parkrunners to know about Kedron Parkrun or the parkruns that you've been to the most frequently? <laughs> Well, Kedron will always be... Well, I think it'll always be my home because I live so close. I haven't actually run the park run for over four years, but I run on the path 
not as regularly this year, but in I've done 124 freedom runs here since I did my last park run. <laughs> so I, I like the path. I like areas near the beach too. I don't like areas that have got hills. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Have you got any high... Now, I could put you on the spot and ask you to pick your top three. <laughs> How would that... Would you like to do that? <laughs> well, is there about 200 that are equal first? <laughs> 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 no, I like... I like Early Beach. Yep. <laughs> I like Cardwell. Yeah. Ones near the beach are the good ones. Yeah. And the flat ones. They're and the, the good flat one. ones. Most of the ones near the beach are flat. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there anything else, Schultzy, that you would like to tell the Parkrun Adventurer listeners? Anyone you'd like to thank? Anyone what you'd like to recognise? Just everybody. Just keep parkrunning. Yeah. Keep going. Volunteering when you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll volunteer at, on Saturday morning a little bit more now that I've got to 500. But I've been regular junior for the last three months. Yeah. Definitely yeah. going to keep that going. Well, you've got an 11% volunteer ratio. It's nothing to be sneezed at, Schultz. It's particularly for someone who's so avidly adventuring. The good thing is I, I do Brisbane Road Runners on Sunday morning and I can do 5K there at 6 o'clock and then get the juniors to volunteer after. And what's it like volunteering at juniors? It was very hectic last week. Yeah. <laughs> I was one of the funnel managers and we had a lot of trouble keeping the kids in line. There so many come across the line together. But yeah. we handled it. Yeah. Good on you. Good on you. Hopefully Junior will keep getting bigger too. Yeah. And this might be fairly big here today too. <laughs> I mean, there is path. Uh, look, I, I, um, I would put money on today being pretty big. The record attendance is 417 and they had 376 last week. Yeah. And South Bank's been cancelled today, which could draw a few people here. I think maybe your 500 is drawing a few people here, Schultz. Well, it is going to draw a few people here, I know that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be good. Yeah. Good to see a few people that I haven't seen for a little while. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, I might leave it there because there are going to be, you know, we're not far away from Parkland. There's going to be a lot of people here that will want to have a piece of Schultzy today. So I just want to say thank you so much for um, being just an institution here in the parkrun community. You know, you're always there. You know, any new events, you're always adventuring and always with a smile on your face. And I appreciate that greatly, Schultzy. And just the biggest congratulations from from me on behalf of all of the parkrun adventurers. Thank you. It's been been a good journey. Thank you so much again to Lyndall the Legendary for being on the spot and getting that live response from Schultze out there. Yeah, yeah. Ollie, I believe he is our seventh homegrown 500th clubber after Brian Peters, Jim Collard, K-Fam, Carolyn Vandermeer, Colin Chow and Ken Stewart. There may well be more of them. I am no informant, but to the best of my knowledge... That's our list. Yes, yes. And, yeah, thank you and well done to everyone else out there supporting and and, uh, enjoying the festivities with Schultzy. Uh, The pictures and the videos of the day certainly showed a lot of support and uh, touches of orange and blue out there, which was nice to see. Lots of love for Schultzy and we've got some more love for Schultzy, haven't we, Ollie? Yes, in the absence of Dazzers, really there's just one decision to be made here and I think we've made it. We have this week's. Obi Award goes to Schultze. No need for a drum roll. <laughs> There's no envelope. It was a one man race. That's right. So, congratulations, Schultze. Um, I hope that you're uh, still celebrating the 500. And Mel, uh, I suppose for us, that means it's time to move on to our next segment, which, uh, well, it's another familiar voice. So I'm not sure if I'm comfortable handing over the reins again, but I guess she did a good job at the start. So, uh, look, it's time for Club Corner with Rachel. Welcome. 
Welcome back. This is Rachel with Club Corner, where we talk about the what and why of parkrun clubs. This week we have a multi-tiered club slash achievement where we focus on the first thing, a parkrun starts. There is a world club slash achievement comprising of the first parkrun to start in each country, the pioneer parkruns for those countries. These are events with names you know, like Bushy in the UK, Main Beach in Australia or Lower Hutt in New Zealand. Within a country with defined regions like Australia, we have a pioneer club slash achievement for Australia with the first event from each state or territory. And since we love a list, these eight events in launch date order are, Main Beach Queensland, Albert Melbourne Victoria, St. Peter's New South Wales, Ginandera ACT, Claysbrook Cove WA, Launceston Tasmania, Torrens SA, and Darwin in the NT. Note that this was the 47th event to launch in Australia, and was two and a half years after Main Beach. Now, because we love an underdog in Australia, we have a club-slash-achievement for the successor parkruns, which are the second events to open in each state or territory. Another list incoming, again in launch date order, New Farm Queensland, Newey New South Wales, Baoyang Sanctuary Victoria, Tuggeranong ACT, Rockingham WA, Mount Gambia SA, Hobart Tasmania, which had a name change since then to be Riston Brook, Palmerston NT, the 185th event to launch in Australia, and full five years after New Farm. That will do for this week, but this is an area ripe for the plucking. And remember, in Parkrun life, all non-milestone clubs are unofficial and unsupported by Parkrun, so stay tuned for our future club corners. And thank you, Rachel, for all the information on Pioneers Clubs and successes. Ollie, I did a count. I've got six events out of the eight in Australia for Pioneers, but only four successes thus far. But when I get over to WA, I will be knocking off uh, Claysbrook Cove. Ah, yes, of course. Shouldn't say knocking it off. That's the bad, bad, bad terminology. I'm going to be adding it to my collection. (laughs) But, Ollie, we've got mail. We do. You've got mail. We heard from Darren DeGroote. I can only assume Darren is putting a sticker on his snazzy challenge card. Classy, he said, oh, classy. He said, whatever. He said, to show my milestones finally. And he sent us a photo and it was of his grey cap with his 50 and V25 pins. Pins, yes. Looking snazzy on his cap they were. So thank you for sharing that, Darren. Yeah. And we also heard from Richard Forshan. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. And I apologise, Richard, if I haven't got that right, despite your assistance. Well, known lovingly as Richard. Richard, yes, yeah. It's actually quite... Uh, it's quite difficult for me to say the name Richard now just because I'm so accustomed to say Richard. So, (laughs) yeah, I've put all the effort into the first name. Uh, But, yeah, Richard said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. Just wanted to give a shout-out to the volunteer at the Treble Bag Station at Port Macquarie Runfest this weekend. His name has slipped my mind, but he recognised me and introduced himself as an adventurer. He also suggested that we should get Mel and Ollie up here for this. Anyway, just wanted to thank him here as I know he's a pod listener, Richard. Yeah. And, um, yeah, look, great to hear of the, the volunteer support out there in the field. It does sound like a good event. So, Mel, future event? Mystery volunteer, show yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could email us next week. Yeah, uh, Port Macquarie Runfest. Sure. Mm. I've never been to Port Macquarie. I've been through there twice. Lovely place. So it, it certainly sounds like it was a nice time and it's a beautiful neck of the woods. It's a tricky time of the year for a big meetup, though, because it's so close to Palm. You know, if we were going to do something on a larger scale. Yeah, it's a weekend that is um, where it's fallen this year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not great timing. <laughs> yeah, but hey, we can all dream. But um, well, maybe it's time we move swiftly on then before I start making more plans on my wife's birthday. <laughs> um, yes, I know what you're going things, to say. How are things in the Consolidated Club Report? Okay, so the report for Saturday, the 4th of March, 2023, of a total of 395 members, 328 took part on this state at 167 locations. Ollie, we missed the mark again. There was two extra. So close. I know. There were adventurers at 21 events in the UK, two in South Africa, two in Poland, 
and one in Austria and the Netherlands. Locally, we had adventurers at 39 events in New South Wales, 34 in Victoria, 29 in Queensland, 10 in SA, 9 in WA, 7 in ACT. There were five events at the North Island and Tassie and two on the South Island. And that's all I've got to say about that. (laughs) Well, I mean, from one blue theme to another blue theme, can you tell Mm. us where the largest frond was? (laughs) The largest frond. Frond. Chico, would you sit down? Dude, I'm busy. (laughs) It's the drum roll. It's the Mm. drum tap. Was at Kedron with 13 adventurers in attendance for Schultz's celebration. And setting an attendance record for Kedron of 438, which is 21 more than their previous record that was set on the 25th of January 2020. Wow. I did my research. You did. The adventurers in attendance were David Moss, Irene and Path, Ryan Stoddart, Erica Leota, Michael Blaine, Michael Schiltz, of course, <laughs> Lance and Robin Plain, David Ryan, Pauline and Russell Taylor, and Tracy Wood. And Lyndall, but she's not on the list because she volunteered. Thank you, Lyndall. Oh, of course. Yes, thank you for volunteering. Wow, that's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, so I think 13 is a pretty good number. Yes, I, I think so. I don't know if it so. takes the record. I think we've had more than that, haven't we? In terms of a frond? Mm. Well, yes, we have had some large fronds. They do tend to frond towards the events, and this was certainly one of them, though. But I suppose there's a segue in that, Mel, in talking Mm. about fronds. We have another frond on the horizon. We do. It's a Jomo frond, and we thought we would give a shout-out to this. This is being organised by Lyndall in conjunction with some other adventurers up, well, in the northern New South Wales, Queensland vicinity, I guess you would say. Mm. And Mm. it is for those adventurers who can't make it over to WA and come and join us at Palm. So there's going to be an event on Saturday the 15th of April, the same day we're going to be at the University of WA on the other side of the planet. (laughs) (laughs) Country, but yeah, yeah, (laughs) dramatic effect. May as well be on the other side of the planet, so far away. Um, (laughs) But, yes, it is going to be at Varsity Lakes Park Run obviously, at normal parkrun time of 7am. So there is an event that has been created for that. So if you're interested in joining that event, um, get in touch with Lyndall or you can message us and we'll help you out. That's right. So, yeah, it would be wonderful to see more parkrun adventurers meeting up and enjoying their time together. Uh, a U and a V, huh? That's Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's something smart I could say there, but... Um, then I wouldn't be myself. Hope it's not sunny with the UV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm. uh, oh, well, just as well I don't have to sing this week. It'd really be terrible. Oh, no. Quick, sing it. Sing it. <laughs> you did the research, Ollie. You can't let us down now. So everybody, um, there was one post at Dazza's from Bill, Bill Ellis, and he posted his comment in lyrics. Yes. Which I did try to figure out what song it was, but I couldn't figure it out. But you did, Ollie, apparently. Well, maybe I should mention shortly how I uh, worked it out. But um, nonetheless, yes, I did do a bit of research when I saw it on the on the train there. So um, <laughs> I particularly love how it's a song I didn't really know with an event name I'm not really great at pronouncing. Um, <laughs> so this has all the elements of a success. <laughs> But, hey, why not? I'll give it a go, shall I? Yeah. So, to the best of my ability, I believe we have. I ran up Jerobombra Mountain where the little breezes blow. I ran up Jerobombra Mountain, my face all in a glow. I left my sorrows behind and started <laughs> running down. I ran back down Jerobombra Mountain, trying hard not to fall to the ground. <laughs> I survived Jerobombra Mountain all for a J and a prime. Boom, boom. Yay! And that's part of the chorus. I keep going because ChatGPT has written me an entire song off the back of that, <laughs> but I'm going to put us all out of our misery now and say, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Bill. That was awesome. <laughs> and that leads perfectly into <laughs> next park run day. How did I miss that? Guess wow. where I'm going. Uh, I'm going to Jerobombra Mountain. <laughs> 
I'll have to practice. All for a J, well, a J that I'm sure you have and uh, <laughs> and no prime, Mel. Boom, boom. No. 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 Uh, J's. I've um, probably got a few of them. I don't know. Yeah. Let me look at my little chart. It'll tell That's me. That's right. That's right. Oh. But yeah, you have an adventure. I've got three J's already. That'll be four. Wow. Yes. Yes, I have an adventure. I am very pumped for this weekend and I am taking a road trip up to the ACT. Jerembombra is uh, an event, a New South Wales event, obviously, so I'll be adding to my New South Wales tally, but... I'm also doing something special while I'm up there, and I'm not going to tell you. You can wait oh. till <laughs> – oh, well, I'll probably tell you, Ollie, but I'm not telling the listeners. It's awkward. They can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> they can wait for Dazzers to okay. see what the special thing is that I am doing this Saturday. That's fair. I've probably blabbed to half the listeners already anyway. Oh, right. So I'm halfway through the list. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> you know. You just don't know you know. <laughs> Anyway, what are you doing, Ollie? I will be sharing the joys of the Run Director Vest with uh, some, hopefully, some interested run directors at home at Shell Harbour Park Run. You're training. Yes, mm. yes, training. Uh, so I will be volunteering and staying close to home. I, I have no immediate adventures planned for the next couple of weeks so adventuring at home welcoming adventurers to my home event as i got to do last weekend as well and catching up on work and catching up on work and hopefully some some quiet weekends coming up yes yes no more getaways until palm until palm yes which is coming quickly and ollie might just mention too we have had a couple of people make inquiries about their shirts because it has been a few weeks since everybody placed their order so i thought it might be just worth mentioning that the shirts were made to order so production didn't start until the orders closed on it was on or around the 19th of february so Mm -hmm. They are being made as we speak and hopefully will be out sometime late March in the mail, in time for Palm. Yes, that's exciting. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to wearing my lovely new blue Parkrun Adventure shirt. You'll look snazzy. Not classy, though. No, just snazzy. Mm. (laughs) But, look, thank you again to all of our contributors this week. Um, it was nice to uh, to get a chance to join you all, uh, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, a bit of a different pod this week, Mel. Yep, short and sharp. That's right, that's right. So true to that, uh, let's wrap it up. Mel, I hope you have a fantastic journey and adventure. As always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. But that is it for the week, and we'll see you all next week for more adventures.